0: is the podcast, Find It, with Kate Moorhead. 25 years ago, I slept on top of Mount Sinai. It's in the middle of the desert, you know. What was it like up there? It was uncomfortable, for one thing, and it didn't smell so good. There were so many pilgrims trying to sleep there that night, it was pretty crowded, and I think some of them went to the bathroom in the corners of the mountaintop there. I didn't get much sleep, but when I looked up, the stars were so brilliant. I'll never forget it. And when you looked out as the sun began to rise, it looked like you were on top of the moon because the Sinai Desert is rock, you know, it's not sand. Felt like I was on another planet. Separate. Moses took care of his father-in-law's sheep, which is probably a bad idea. I mean, if you want to have a successful marriage, don't work for your father-in-law. He took the sheep to Mount Sinai. Don't ask me why. If I were a shepherd, I don't think I'd want to take my sheep to a steep mountain, but okay. And it was on Mount Sinai. We don't know where on the mountain, whether he was at the base or in the middle or up at the top. I hope he wasn't up at the top because sheep can be really stupid. I mean, sometimes they just walk off a cliff. Moses was tending the sheep, which was a lot to keep an eye on. And something caught his eye. It was a bush that was burning. There's this pause in the scripture. Moses says, I have to turn aside and see this thing that God is doing. And God says that because he turned aside, God speaks to him. You know what that means, don't you? It it means if we wanna find it, we have to, turn aside. Moses let the sheep wander. He let his livelihood go. He let his marriage go in a way. His relationship with his father-in-law, all of that, he put aside for a minute to take some time to be with God. And if he hadn't done that, well, the whole of salvation history for the Jews and Christians would be different. That's for sure. Take off your shoes, God says. The ground on which you're standing is holy. The Hebrew word is kadosh, means separate. Like another planet, something in another dimension. Kadosh doesn't really have a good English translation. It's such a huge word. Other, incomprehensible special. Take off your shoes. This is something else, God said. This is sacred ground. A burning bush. God sets aside a place to encounter. that looks different and feels different and has something really weird going on. When we think about encountering God, I don't think we tend to think about space or place, but it is important. If I'm going to be in a relationship with someone, a person, I, I need a place where I can see them. It doesn't work just to be remotely in a relationship. Long distance relationships are hard, but they only work if you find a way to see each other occasionally, a place to meet. I know that God is always with us, but it's also important to have a meeting place. Did you know that? It's a way of expressing our love. I'm almost 50, and two of my three sons have grown and are in college, and one is with me half the time. He's with his dad the other half, and yet I have this big house with four bedrooms, one for each boy. Why? Because I want them to have a place. I want them to know that I love them and that they have a home here with me. They may not like the rules that I make, or they may not like their room, but It's here. We need to make a place, a physical place in our lives for God to carve out a space in our homes Maybe there's a comfy chair by a window or a little desk where you can pray. I think it's really important to have a sacred space and other place inside your own house. But even more important, throughout human history, it's been so essential that human beings set aside something beautiful, something different. And it's often up on a mountain like Mount Sinai or like the temple in Jerusalem or Mount Tabor where Jesus was transfigured or the church that I serve, the cathedral, is on a hill of Of course, Florida's so flat, nobody can tell, but it is the highest point in Jacksonville. It's called Billy Goat Hill. And even before the Christians found it, the Native Americans had made it a sacred place, a burial ground, because we need to have a beautiful place. And often in this beautiful place, we wanna see, see things that lift our spirits, beauty, listen to sounds like music that transcends the smell of incense, the taste of wine or bread. And when this pandemic hit we found that people couldn't go to their sacred places and we've been doing worship virtually and that's so cool because people are tuning in from all over the country and even the world and and I love that and they say that their dining room has become their chapel and all this cool stuff but it doesn't really answer the question long term that we need to set aside a beautiful space. And we need to pour ourselves into it the way that they did hundreds of years ago. It would take them a hundred years to make a cathedral. They would put all this effort into it. And my goodness, we don't do that anymore. We think it's okay to meet in strip malls. Let's have church in a Walmart. But how's that a sacred place? How does it remind you of God? I guess it reminds you because there are other people there. Take off your shoes, God said. The place on which you're standing is holy ground. Make a holy space. If you can't find one, make one. If you really want to find it, to find peace and God and tranquility, carve out time in your life, but also carve out space. Make a place place in which to encounter the holy, a separate place, special, just for you and God, to meet, to get to know one another, to begin the conversation.